Jesus Christ is generous in grace. Though he was rich, yet for my sake he became poor, so that by his poverty he could make me rich. 2 Corinthians 8 and 9. Good evening, everyone. This is Reverend Nicole Edmonds with you tonight, and we welcome you to online evening prayer. On behalf of our pastor, the Reverend Dr. Elaine Flake, and our pastor emeritus, the Reverend Dr. Floyd Flake, we welcome you tonight. We hope that you have had a wonderful day, and we thank you for coming on this evening. Uh, tonight, we have with us a minister of Allen, Reverend Kate Ophie Curl. Reverend Kate, you may proceed. Thank you so much for the invitation, Reverend Edmonds. And I'm so grateful to God to be with you all once again. So grateful to God for our pastor, Reverend Eileen, for each and every one of you, my brothers and my sisters. Good evening. Before we go to prayer, I just wanted to share a quick reflection with each of you. Today is Holy Wednesday. And on Holy Wednesday, you hear the story of how Mary, who had been forgiven much, knelt at Jesus' feet and broke open a jar of oil that cost about a year's salary. And her perspective was that Jesus was worth my worship. Jesus was worth the cost of this oil and so much more, so much more so that she loosened her hair and she used her hair to wipe Jesus' feet. She used her hair, her crown of glory, which in ancient Near Eastern tradition was typically um, done up and covered, uncovered and undid her hair and used the crown of her head to wash the feet of Jesus. From her perspective, Jesus was worthy of this and so much more. From Judas's perspective, this was a wasteful act. Perspective is everything. You might be tempted to exclaim in the midst of your particular situation and circumstance, like Jesus did on the cross, Eli, Eli, Lama Sabachthani, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But the act of God turning his face from his only begotten son was the act that caused redemption to be made available for each and every one of us for all time. Sometimes we need a change in perspective. Perhaps you you had high hopes and expectations that some miraculous event would take place. And you might find yourself delivered from the overbearing and unyielding weight of a cruel and extensive government, only to find that the personhood of your salvation, the person who you look to to enact this great redemption, fell through on the job. And you might happen to say, what happened to you? What happened to the great and grandiose goals that we had? 
I'm sure the disciples felt the same way about Jesus because the redemption that they expected to come from Jesus out of the hands of the Roman government was not the redemption Jesus had promised to give. Sometimes we need a change in perspective. Maybe because you are religious and because you have follow tradition for so long, you expect that as a result of undertaking certain rights and responsibilities and certain practices that there should be a particular outcome. So as your tradition dictates, you carry the spices to the tomb where Jesus lay, expecting that the body would still be there. But you show up and there's no body to be found, and you find yourself saying what happened to the body, what happened to the place where my Savior lay. An angel is there to remind you and me that we need only to change our perspective and see that Christ is risen indeed. God is calling for us to change our perspective. In Philippians chapter 4, we are reminded in verse 8, Paul writes, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So tonight, I invite you, my sisters and my brothers, whatever state you find yourself in, whatever may be going on in your life, whatever is going on in your mind, think on these things. Jesus Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. And we will get to celebrate that yet again on Sunday. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come sitting, bowing, kneeling, standing, maybe still in our cars on our way home or to our jobs or wherever we may be. We come, and we come with open and uplifted hearts, saying, first of all, thank you. Thank you, Lord God, that you saw fit to allow us not only to see this another day, but to be able to gather together virtually over this prayer call and to have this space where we can uh, join together one with another across this phone line, Lord God, and lift up our voices to you and know that when we call on you, that you answer when we call. And for that, we say thank you. God, we thank you for um, the reminder that comes through your word that you are always with us and we can always find you if we simply change our perspective. So God, I'm praying tonight that you would, first of all, forgive us. Father, forgive us for the things that we've done and the things that we have not done that were not pleasing in your sight. 
Lord, how you called us to uh, step into the empty tomb where someone lays dying of their own, Lord God, uh, ignorance, where they lay dying, Lord God, of injuries inflicted by others emotionally, Lord God, in the places where people are dying because they have not yet come into relationship with you and you have called us to go into those empty spaces, Lord God, to those those tombs, Lord God, and and share the good news of Jesus. But God, Father, forgive us for getting so caught up in our own lives and what's going on within us and around us, Lord God, that we have forgotten to love our neighbor as ourselves. Have mercy upon us, most merciful Father. Father God, I pray that you would forgive us, Lord God, for neglecting those that are in need, Lord God. Forgive us, Lord God, for being disobedient to go, to say and do what it is that you told, where it is you told us to go, what it is you told us to do and to say. In the name of Jesus, purge us with hyssop, O God, according to your word, and we shall be clean. Wash us, and we shall be white as snow. Lord God, make us new in our minds. Transform us, Lord God, by the power of your spirit in the way that we think and perceive a thing, Lord God, that we would see it the way you see it, Lord God, that we would be able to hear and perceive and understand the way you would have us to. Lord God, forgive us for walking willfully in ignorance for your word declares that you would give to those who ask wisdom freely, Lord God. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we thanking you right now for a fresh start, fresh opportunities, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for another chance to get it right in the name of Jesus. Now, God, we pray, Lord God, that you would help us to keep our eyes fixed on you, our eyes fixed in the direction that your Holy Spirit would lead us, Lord God. Our eyes fixed on those things that are true and noble and praiseworthy and of good report, Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we're praying that you would give us, Lord God, a mind that is steadfastly uh, consuming and, and living and breathing your word, Father God, that you would give us, Lord God, to be able to sit with you, Lord God, for extended periods of time, Lord God, when we are free, Lord God, for those, Lord God, who struggle to find spaces, Lord God, that are quiet, Lord God. I'm praying, Lord God, that you would give them the, the idea, the ingenuity, and the strategy to find refuge in you, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, God, I'm praying that all the storms that are raging, Lord God, both without and within, I declare the name of God, Yahweh Shalom, perfect peace, Lord God, to those storms right now in the name of Jesus. And I'm praying that you would empower your people to declare a thing and see it done for them according to your word in the name of Jesus. Right now, I speak to every spirit of of divisiveness, every spirit of desperation and, and Lord God, and, and, and all of those things that would seek to cause someone to doubt and to sink into fear and anxiety, that spirit of depression that would sit on the minds of your people and cause them to dwell, Lord God, on those things you did not call us to dwell on, but rather you called us to cast upon you because you care for us. We speak the the power of the blood of Jesus on every mind, on every soul right now in Jesus' name. God, I'm thanking you, Lord God, for how you are freeing your people in this moment, Lord God, to breathe again, to take a deep breath and release them, breathe again, and to receive that breath of life that comes from you, that revives us, Lord God, on the inside. In the name of Jesus, God, I'm praying that even, Lord God, as we sit, 
in the various spaces and places that we are in, Lord, that we would be able to lay claim of your promises. Lord God, bring us back to the place, Lord God, of our first love, Lord God, where we would be able to sit and study and understand and hear from you, Lord God. Father, I'm praying, Lord God, over the ears of your people, Lord God, that have gotten clouded, Lord God, with all the sounds of the world, Lord God. Hear, help us to hear the sound of heaven anew, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. And as we hear the sound of heaven, and as we feel the wind of the Spirit leading and guiding, that we, oh God, would follow with our whole hearts in the name of Jesus, even into um, un, even into unfamiliar places, Lord. God, help us, Lord God, that even as we seek, Lord God, to move into a place, Lord God, where we have not been before, Lord God, and, and our, our flesh would be hesitant and would be, and would be troubled, Lord God, and would, and would doubt and would fear and would be anxious. God, by your Spirit, uh, stand up on the inside of us uh, and give us strength and boldness and courage like Joshua, whom you said to be bold and very courageous, that you would give him the land that you are leading the people of Israel into, Lord God. We, we're praying for the spirit of courage and boldness like Joshua to lay claim of everything that you have promised for us, everything that you're showing us, almighty God, that we could not even imagine for ourselves. Merciful Father, lead us, take us by the hand into the promise that you have for us. Oh God, help us to rise up out of out of a place of complacency in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, help us to not be overly comfortable, Lord God. But let God help us, help us to be willing to sacrifice, to give up our comfort, Lord God, for what you have divinely orchestrated, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Because if we want to see and live and walk into enlarged territory. We're going to have to give up some stuff that I've been comfortable, Lord God. We're going to have to shed some habits. We're going to have to lay some things down. We're going to have to let some people go. So, Father, give us the courage to do so and to trust you anew, Lord God, that what you have purpose shall stand, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Close our ears, Lord God, to all negative talk, Lord God. Those people that are naysayers and naggers, Lord God, and, and just a buzzing, buzzing wasp and flies in our ears that would seek to distract and discourage, oh God. Uh, we close our ears to them in the spirit in the name of Jesus. Uh, we plead the blood of Jesus over our ears, over our mind, uh, over those connected to us, Lord God, that we would be able to see, hear, and understand from you, Lord God, from your Holy Spirit, and follow and obey in the name of Jesus. God, change our perspective tonight. Change how we see what it is that we're going through. Help us to be even more diligent in prayer to intercede and stand in the gap, even for those, Lord God, that have done us wrong. Have mercy, Father. Have mercy, Holy Spirit of God, and give us the words, the insight, the wisdom, the understanding. Uh, sharpen our discernment, Holy Spirit, so that we would know when to speak and when not to speak, oh God. Show us, Lord God, who we're supposed to be connected to and who we're not supposed to be connected to, Lord God. God, I'm praying for those that in this moment, 
find themselves in a lonely place. God in heaven, you said that you have not created us to be alone. Lord God, so I'm praying for those that find themselves lonely, first of all, to change their perspective so they they can see that you have been walking with them all along, that according to your word, you will never leave us nor forsake us. And then, God, I'm praying that you would send them, Lord God, those who are friends of yours, that they will be able to walk alongside one another, do life together, Lord God. Be held accountable and hold accountable. Uplift and be uplifted. Encourage and be encouraged in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we thank you right now that your hand is not too short to deliver, nor is your arm too short to save. For indeed, the prophet Isaiah declared to the people, the children of Israel, fear not, for I am with you. Be not afraid, for I am your God. I will help you. I will strengthen you. I will uphold you with my right hand of righteousness. We lay claim to the promises of your word for your people that are yet in a valley, Lord God, that are going through the valley of the shadow of death, that are still wandering through and 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 living with and struggling with grief and despair. Father, you are our savior, our comforter, and our very best friend. Lord God, I pray that you would manifest that for your people right now in the name of Jesus. God, those who are bereaved, be the comforter who comforted our hearts, who comforted my heart, who comforted my brother and my sister's heart as they went through, that you would do, and we testify, even virtually, that just as you did it for me, you can do it for them in the name of Jesus. God, I'm thanking you right now that you are yet at work in the bodies of people who are so wrestling with all manner of illness and disease. Even as we come up to the um to the point where we are celebrating, Lord God, how you have risen, Lord Jesus, from the dead, and the completed work of the cross promises healing for all those who believe. So we receive the completed work of the cross right now in the name of Jesus, that all pain, everything that is disordered and diseased, Lord God, that you would cause the balm of Gilead to flow to us now in the name of Jesus. We know, Lord God, that there is nothing too hard for you to do. So everything from a, a hurt toenail to a, a stage four cancer must bow to the name of Jesus right now. We thank you, God, that you are at work to perform that which you have spoken from even from the foundations of the earth. We thank you, Lord, for even restoring that which had been worn down and gone, that you're bringing bone and cartilage back together in the name of Jesus, that you're causing all levels to all of level hormone levels, Lord God, and white blood count and red blood count to level to normalize even now in the name of Jesus. For you are a mighty God, and we're declaring by faith that it is so. Father, we thank you right now for this time that you have given us to stand in the gap for others, Lord God. We pray that even as we have done so, that you will care for, take care of those things which concern us. God, we thank you, Lord God, that you are faithful, God. We trust you again tonight, Lord God. We lean in and depend wholly on you. Lord God, I pray a blessing over the leadership 
leadership of our house. We thank you for our pastor, the Reverend Dr. Margaret Elaine McCollins Flake. We thank you for our pastor, the Reverend Dr. Floyd Harold Flake. We thank you for the entire Flake family, Lord God. We're praying a blessing over our leader, Lord God. We're praying tonight that you will continue to strengthen her even, Lord God, as she leads the people that you have given charge to her, Lord God, even as you, as she leads us, Lord God, in this season, Father, I'm praying for spirit and times of refreshing, Lord God. I'm praying, Lord God, that you will continue to give strength in her body as well as in her mind to do the work you have called us to called her to do. We bless you. We praise you. We thank you, Lord God. For all that has been prayed, be committed into your hands. And we declare by faith in Jesus that it is so, it is well, and it is done in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Amen. Let the people say amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so very much, Reverend Kate, for pouring out your heart this evening. And we sure did touch and agree with you. And we're believing God to do what we asked him to do. So we're thanking God that we're just becoming a greater church, a stronger people through the um through prayer. The presence of God is just touching us and changing us. So we thank you so very much. Um Alan family, tomorrow evening we will have a service. It's the night before Jesus died. Uh, please come out and uh, be a part of this service. We're believing God to really minister to each and every one of us. Also, remember that on Good Friday, we will have a service at 12 noon. And also, we will have prayer on Friday evening. So please come back on, fri on Friday evening and also on Saturday morning at 9 a.m. As we continue to come into the presence of our Heavenly Father, we thank God that the windows of heaven are open over us. Somebody say amen. So have a wonderful night. Have a restful night. And God bless each and every one of you. Blessings. And thanks again, Reverend Kate. You're welcome. Good night, everyone. Good night.